Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Sterner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle, touchdown, Arkansas, oh my! Clint Sterner is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Sterner throws, pumps, Visit them in Conway today or check out ChrisCraneHyundai.com. Play fake, Sterner steps out of trouble. Wow. To a oh. wide open receiver, it's Cobb towards the end zone. Touchdown! The QB, the tight end, a couple of jamokes. <laughs> what do you say there, Clint? How are you? Man, I'm doing good. How you guys doing, man? DJ, good to hear your voice, man. man. Good to hear your voice it's, on the airwaves. Yeah, appreciate that, man. I'm excited. What would we do this every Monday with uh, Clint? Is this every Monday? Every thing? Monday and Friday. You get oh Clint man, twice two days. Oh, I love it, man. I know we're not yeah, worthy. Yeah. What's up, Clint? Hey, man. I'm 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 good, man. It was uh, you know, look, it's it's hard to not, especially in this business, it's hard to not have a good Monday after after you watch this. The conference championship game. It's one of my favorite days of, of the of the season, man, of the NFL season, that's for sure. So and we got a couple of good ones, man. So I'm I'm locked and loaded, ready to go on this Monday, no doubt. Yeah, it was wild for sure. The comeback from the Niners and Kansas City sort of doing their business early, as DJ pointed out, and really setting the tone and then able to hold on and win it. And uh yeah, we're our question of the day today is did the two best teams win in these matchups? Certainly sloppy performance from the Ravens. We're, we've seen people, and we are also questioning the game plan with the run game. They didn't lean on it at all, really. And then, you know, on the other side, the fourth down calls from the Lions, even though that's what they do, certainly coming into question as well. What would you think of the the uh, performance by the Ravens specifically and then also the Lions' decisions on fourth? Well, look, I, I tell you, I, I like in, in, in this, this new age of quarterback play, which I say new, hell, it's, it's been going on for 10 or 15 years, but – you know, in, in the new age, I used to say all the time, and DJ, you'll appreciate this one. If I were a coach, and, and, and when I was playing the same way, I just didn't know no better back then, but if I were a coach and I would lose a game and I would go back and watch the film and I could have thrown the quick game, I could have thrown some quick play action game, I could have, you know, I could have done the simple things and won a ball game, but yet I tried to do too much. I tried to stretch the field vertically. I, try, I got cute with my play calling, right? That would be the sickest I could I could possibly be. I, I would feel like I let my team down. In this day and age, I, I now I lean into if you've got a Lamar Jackson and you lose a football game and he had what I'm seeing is two or three designed runs in that game, I would be absolutely sick and feel like I let my team down. I feel like Todd Munkin did an absolute terrible job in terms of, of using arguably the most electric weapon in all of football, Lamar Jackson's leg, to go into a game, win, lose, or draw, in my opinion, but damn sure to lose one, and Lamar Jackson have two or three designed runs within that game, I would be sick to my stomach, and I am for them. What about the Lions' decision-making? It's something they've done all year, certainly defensible from Campbell because it's part of the reason they're in the position they're in. And yet, you go back and if, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. of course, if you kick the field goals, you maybe have a different outcome. Well, look, I mean, I hear I hear the conversation. That's how they got there. you got to be who you are. You can't change your stripes when it matters the most kind of deal. And, and I totally agree with that, with that mindset. But just as it pertains to 
analytics. I'm just not a believer in if the book says go for it, go for it. You know, you, you've got, and I don't know if that's what they do. I just, I, I know that they seem to be a lot more aggressive, and I got to believe that they're leaning into the analytics of it to, to come to that decision. I, I just, I just believe that, you know, matchups matter, uh, momentum matters. Um, of course, if you've got a two-score lead and, and, and you can kick the field goal and stay up three scores, that stuff matters. So I, I completely respect and understand the you live by the sword, die by the sword, don't change when you get there kind of kind of mindset. But, boy, I would personally have – and I do have a hard time with Dan's decision given that they were up two scores at the time. That, that's the big part to me, boy, the momentum – you do, at that point, you just want to keep San Francisco from getting the momentum. So don't do anything that's going to give them extra momentum. Right. And you want to keep that two or three, possibly four-score lead. And, and it just, for me, it was hard to stomach. It, interestingly, too, and we haven't talked about this, they decided to kick the field goal at the end of the first half. Yeah. And, I mean, if they would have got a touchdown there, I mean, what a dagger that would have been. Yeah, changes everything. And that was from inside the five, right? I mean, that, that was, they had the ball inside the five or inside the seven at that point in time. Yeah. I mean, in the Kansas City game, the same thing happened, and no one's paying attention to it, but uh, Andy Reid, uh, I think it was after uh, the sack fumble with Lamar Jackson, Kansas City got it with a very short field, ended up going for it on fourth and goal, and got stopped, you know, instead of kicking a field goal, which would have probably helped them in the long run, too. But you talk about those decisions, Clint. I mean, just you're, when it's, what, third and one, third and two, and they drop back and take a shot downfield and then end up going on fourth and throw it back to back. I mean, what what is the deal with the coordinator when you have a guy like Lamar? Like, there has to be some, you know, method to that madness, or you just think it's just the worst play calling you've seen. Well, DJ, you know you know as well, We and I think we dealt with, I think we watched some of this in Arkansas this year, if I'm being completely honest with you, in terms of, I, I think there's a mindset coming in. I think Lamar, before the season starts, when they're making the decision of who they're going to hire, you know, what kind of coordinator do you want to hire? We want to hire this guy that, that you know, is, is all things to everybody, doesn't really have an identity, but can really, really do it all and kind of build around Lamar. And, okay, Lamar, you know, Lamar, I think Lamar hears the critics, and, and I think Lamar, um, you know, wants to win from the pocket and, and, and do those things and, and – in, in the pro, which I don't disagree with, by the way, DJ. I, I don't think it's like I, I think I think you can, you should. The, the approach should be let's develop your pass game while also leaning into that mm-hmm. most explosive, dynamic weapon in all of football because that's a real advantage, right? Yep. Um, and and so I, I think it's just a year long mindset that they've had is is hey we're going we're gonna we're gonna our, our, this season we're gonna we're gonna attempt to win more from the pocket and, and depend less on Lamar's legs and protect him and all this kind of this kind of job. In reality, um, when they got there, that was that's been their mindset all year long, and then you look up and it's too late. The reality is, 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 DJ, with these quarterbacks, in my opinion, when you've got the Dak, from the Dak Prescott's down, right, or, or let's say up, I'm talking about athletic ability, from yeah. Dak's athletic ability up, um, if you've got an athletic quarterback, you just in today's game you got to be willing to take the risk. Yep. You got you got to say we're gonna we're gonna invest in this guy, we're gonna invest in his leg, and we are gonna we're gonna I mean we're gonna run them legs until them suckers fall off. And if he gets hurt in the process, <laughs> so be it. Yeah. But that's the guy we got. Clint, you know people were bashing Josh Allen last week after their game, and most of us thought he played pretty well. But again, until you get over the hump against Mahomes, that's gonna be part of your legacy. You know, you look at Lamar's passing numbers. He threw for almost 300 yards because they had to get after it late. 
but he does throw a pick in the end zone. Yeah. He got screwed on flowers going into the end zone. That wasn't Lamar's fault. Mm-hmm. But he also fumbled one earlier in the game, too. So how much of this is on the play caller, and how much do you think it's going to stick with him from a legacy standpoint? Well, I, and unfortunately, it's going to stick with I think a ton of it's on the play caller. Um, not whether they win or won or lost. I think just the the, the, the awful offensive performance. Because, look, I think if he goes out there and they do it differently and his legs are a big factor and they're scoring points, I think Pat Mahomes off. Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, they shift gears, too, and they score points. You know, that, yeah, I think it's, a, it's probably th- true. That, that kind of dictated how the whole game uh, came out. But, unfortunately, that's going to be his legacy. It's the same thing with Josh Allen. Justin, we talked about it last week, right, is, you sit there and everybody wants to pick apart Josh Allen's game and now they want to pick apart Lamar's game. And, and in reality, the truth of the matter is if Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid didn't exist, both of those guys would have a Super Bowl. Yep. I mean, I mean, at least played in one. Right. Right. I mean, so the, the, sometimes you got to sit back and go, hey, man, there's a lot of guys at quarterback in the AFC um, when Tom Brady and the Patriots were rolling that, that just couldn't get over the hump of beating the Patriots. And right now, in the AFC, if you're quarterbacking and you're playing in the era of Pat Mahomes and Andy Reid, mm. you're you're that you're going to get cut short, and it's not because you ain't worth a damn. It's not because you ain't very good or you can't. No, it's because you're up against arguably the the best to ever do it. That that's and a so, I yeah. mean, it, that's just the reality of the AFC right now in the NFL. That's mm-hmm. a great point. That was the point I was going to make earlier, DJ. Yeah. So I I saw some discussion on ESPN today. I was like, well, and I was like. Eh. So, to me, okay. the Mahomes-Brady conversation needs to start being had, especially if they happen to win the Super Bowl this year. And to me, it's similar to Tiger and Nicholas. Nicholas has the numbers. Wes and I have had this argument over the years. But if you can't look at the way Tiger plays the game and go, that's different. I've never seen anybody do it like that and think yep. that's the best of all time, then I'm sorry we'll have to disagree. The conversation's now got to be had about Mahomes. The way he plays the game, not just the winning. Yeah. All of it. And, again, you're also working with an offensive guru. You know, obviously Brady worked with a number of different offensive coordinators over the years. They want to knock Purdy because he's with Shanahan. Yep. So we're going to take anything off of Mahomes' credit? I don't know. But you look at the, the playoff record. Brady was 35-13, and 7-4 and four in road playoff games. That was a big knock on Patrick, right? Yeah. Now he's 2-0 and oh in road playoff games. Yep. He's 14-3 and three in the playoffs. Do we need to start having that conversation like maybe this dude is the greatest ever? Because none of us have ever seen a quarterback in the NFL play like that. I think it's fair uh, when you look physically what he can do and match that with, uh, you know, he's obviously more mobile than Tom. But I think, you know, you could have that same conversation, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady. Huge difference in those guys simply because of – Tom Brady, very coachable player. Aaron Rodgers, not so much. You know, uh, he's talented and he knows it. And uh, it's very hard to coach guys like that. But you also you sometimes let them do their things. And so, but the thing that really set, uh, I would say, Tom Brady apart was his competitive edge, that look that he had in his eye when people were just like, oh, here goes Brady. He's about to turn it on. I think Patrick Mahomes possesses that too. You see him get in that zone. But I would say it's as easy as this. If you're a GM and you were to build a team, and you were to start from scratch, and you get to pick a quarterback, it's hard not to pick a Mahomes over a Brady because I think he has more tools in his bag of throws that he can make that a lot of other dudes can't make, plus he's mobile. But I I hate to take anything away from Tom Brady, and that's not what we're doing at all. But I I think that's a pretty fair discussion to have with Patrick Mahomes now. Christian, that's a QOD tomorrow. In his prime, which quarterback you want to start a team with, Mahomes or Brady? I think it's fair to have the conversation. Clint, what do you think? 
Man, I, I would have to go with Mahomes, and, and I mean, look, I, I'm a I'm a Brady guy. I think this is this has got the, the makings of a, a real Jordan Lebron conversation. You know, is it, it's really hard to come to an answer, but it's a fun conversation to have, right? Um, I, it, look, I, I think when you when you look at the only reason Mahomes is even mentioned is is because he's won two and been to what is it four out of five? Um, yep, four out of the last five or something like that. I mean, it, the, the 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 record, the track record, the 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 Number of appearance appearances are are going to he's got a chance to be in the ballpark with with Tom Brady and 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 that's why I think the conversation um, is real. It's not just because Pat is the is the the, the, the freakiest quarterback we've ever seen play the position, um, but he has a, a crazy amount of success and he somehow sustains it. Right? I mean that's that's the. Brady's sustaining success, and and the number of championships is nice, and and it blows anybody's mind. But the, the to me, when you start looking at how many AFC championships they played in, and and you you know, that, that that's when you you just realize how because DJ, you know, we in the media have this whole conversation about Super Bowls matter, and I'm just not one that really leans in. Yeah. Sure, they matter for the guys that win them. But to discredit or minimize a guy that's went to the AFC Championship a million times is crazy as well. Because, you know, when it gets down to the Final Four, it's hard to get I there. Mean, it's a toss-up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit of luck. It's a toss-up. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's game plan may be right. You know, anyway, it, it, it's tough. And so uh, you, you look at how many times these guys in Mahomes and, and Brady, how often they were in the AFC Championship game. To me, that's where you go, okay, Pat's on a real pace to make this happen. I don't yeah. know that he's going to win seven, guys. I mean, hell, that, that, that's the, I mean, he's got a long-ass way to go to win seven. Yeah. But if you look at it and go, man, he is winning at a clip that, that I think Tom Brady's been the only one to, to, to sustain it. Yeah. Yeah, you look at this weekend. And that's why it's real. Yeah, we got to hit a break, but you look at this weekend. You change two plays in each of these two games, you could have two different winners. Absolutely. So... That no just doubt. goes to show you. Clint, we got plenty more to get to on Friday, so plenty of meat left on the bone, and we'll start talking about the matchup between these two next week when we get you on before the uh, game kicks off. But I appreciate the time. Thanks to Chris Crane Hyundai, and we will check you on Friday. That's it, man. I, I appreciate Chris Crane and the, and the crew down at Hyundai, at his Hyundai store for sure, and it's always good to hear my man DJ rapping on the radio, baby. Appreciate yeah, my it. Yeah, my guy. Good. Yes, sir.